Hello, and this is Mrs. Paranormal from Wisconsin Investigators of the Supernatural. Thank you so much for finding my podcast and taking about mm, 25, 30 minutes out of your morning, your day, your evening, whatever. I appreciate it so much. This podcast is not your standard podcast, if I had to describe it. Uh, It's raw. (laughs) As I've mentioned before, I don't have any posting notes or notes or a notepad or notebook or spiral, nothing like that, you guys. I see the stories, I see the title of it, I'm like, I'm going to use that on the podcast. Anyways, I hope everybody's doing great. You had a great work week, vacation, retirement, whatever it is that you're doing. I hope you had a great one. It is a Sunday, 10.55 a.m. Wisconsin time. Sun is out. Everything's still dormant, so the trees are still pretty bare. Excuse me, there's, you know, our evergreens and a lot of snow. We actually got about... 11 inches total uh, from Wednesday to Thursday. And that snowed Saturday morning. But it was a really light, 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 fluffy snow. Oh, my God, it's so pretty. So, yeah, there's a lot of snow. Nothing to go shooting with my camera, unfortunately. And now the sun's out. It's pretty much just going to, you know, melt it all away. And then we have s- some rain coming tomorrow, which is, uh, I believe, from California. We're getting their rain tomorrow. So, yeah, uh, what's new with me? Um, <clears throat> Nothing, really. <laughs> Nothing. I do have that TikTok if you guys are into that. I know this age bracket is like 45, fire to fire, 44 to mid 50s. So I get it if you're not into TikTok, TikTok, almost got TikTok, TikTok. I totally get it. But if you are into it, I am on there. Um, uh, sorry, my glasses are a freaking dirty. I need tips on how to clean my lens on my glasses, you guys. Anyways, uh, TikTok, TikTok. <laughs> oh my God. Ah, oh, Duncan, I love you. It's uh, w.i.s of the supernatural. Um, but I'm going to change it because w.i.s of the supernatural is basically the name of the... It's like I'm, <laughs> I'm using the, the name of my group twice. Wisconsin Investigators of the Supernatural of the Supernatural. So that's like totally lame. And I didn't realize that until after. It's so like, oh, shit. So after I think it's like the 17th of March or something, I can change the name. So I'm just going to change it. I'm not going to do W... Actually, I haven't figured it out yet. If I'm just going to do... I don't know. W-I-S... I don't know. I haven't figured it out, you guys. Hmm. I don't think about it. Because I think you only get like 25 characters or something. Super... See, I don't know. I don't know. How, I don't know. Anyways, you guys. I've got three videos up right now. Nothing major. Nothing exciting. Chances are, like I've said, you won't see my face. But you'll hear me. Like this. I did a tarot read... Yesterday, a one-card pull. I don't know, man. It was telling me, get that little voice in my head, pull a card, pull a card, pull a card. And the funny thing is, I'm not, like, I don't, I do, but I don't have the patience to set up a whole, like, freaking thing and get the camera ready and all that BS. I, I am patient, but I'm not patient. It's it's confusing as hell. My brain is. So, I got it going, and I put down my bat blanket, and I put down Diana. And I pulled out the deck of cards. And the funniest thing, you guys, I don't really have a tripod. I've just got this silly little handheld thing that I have to hold between my legs, you know. And <laughs> I'm so not. <laughs> anyways, anyways, I had to do it three times because it wasn't turning out right and blah, blah, blah. Or the camera wasn't, whatever, it doesn't matter. So the one card I pulled three freaking times, you guys, was a king of chalice. Three times. 
Oh my God. That's a rarity. And I believe that one had to do with, um, shit. I don't know what I had to do with finances, I think, or something. Three times that card came up. So, and I didn't want to, and when I'm, I'm thinking, well, if I do a video, I'm going to show them that I'm shuffling it. So, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, and then, so I obviously had to reshuffle the cards again. And then the, I think it was a nine of, nine of chalices came up. Anyways, you guys can watch it on TikTok. It's about, cause you could do like, um, three seconds, sicky, sicky, six seconds or a minute. And I did, I went for the full minute or three minutes. <laughs> I think it's three minutes. I'm sorry. So I'm going to try and be a little more diligent about that. I don't know if I want to do a card pull every day because I can't technically work 8 to 5, so I can't really do it in the morning. <clears throat> and the time that it takes for me to set up is absolutely freaking ridiculous. You know, all these people got these studios and shit. Eh, not me. I'm new to it. What else? Uh, nothing. You guys already know what's happening in May for me and September. You already know about that. If you want to email me your ghost stories, please do so at P-A-T-T-Y-I-N-W-I at gmail.com. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, so, today, actually, like last night, I'm like, shit, I gotta find something. So I found some stories that are from females, only females. And I thought they were pretty cool. They're they're decent uh, in, as far as how many stories are that I think there's enough to, you know, work with here. So... I will go over those with you, and I apologize. I am home, because it is <clears throat> it is too cold to be outside right now. So if you hear a car go by, I apologize. I mean, it's nice that the sun is out, but it's still in like 32 degrees out. It's still cold for me and my bones. We don't want to go out there. So, Oh, and I'm off. I don't know. I may... We'll see what happens. On March 1st, I'm off. Partial day. So I don't know if I'll get my ass out there and go to a antique store. My friend Linda... Who you guys who is also on <clears throat> TikTok, female, I think it's a female investigators of the paranormal, I think is her name. But anyways, you, I don't know if I've, you guys remember, I've talked about Linda in the past. Awesome person. She's a medium. She's got so many haunted things in her house. It's amazing. She collects dolls and this, that, and the other. But anyways, she was, it was funny because she was saying that she goes to <clears throat> like secondhand stores, antique stores with like some people and then they, everyone scatters out. And they try to bring equipment to see if they can find something that's haunted. You know, like a tiny little RM, uh, rem, rem, <laughs> like a K2 meter, okay? But it's very quiet. My K2 meter is quiet. And it's so funny that she mentioned that because I've mentioned to you guys in the past that I'm thinking about doing that, right? And that comes up. So I actually messaged her. I said, you know, I've been thinking about doing this, but I, <laughs> I wasn't sure if I, if I should ask the owner, hey, do you mind if I come in and wander around with this piece of equipment and she told me she goes she's been doing it for a while she goes never no one ever asks her what she's doing she's very she said she's very inconspicuous about it <laughs> so worst case scenario um i do have apps on my phone that are off obviously can can detect emf because i believe it's iphone all the other iphones you guys it does technically have a magnet in it so it can detect emf it, it has it actually does have that capability of detecting uh emf fluctuation so worst case scenario i can always use my phone and they would never know the wiser all right enough of that on with the stories and why in the hell every time i do this podcast with you guys i get nasally why what the hell i'm just i don't know i don't think it's my glasses i don't know all right here we go please stand by 
Sorry. And my nose gets runny. It's stuffy and runny at the same time. All right, so it's nine women share their most terrifying and awesome ghost stories. And this is from 2016. It's called Refinery29.com. Death Week. Again, I just sort of scrolled. I hate the way these um, these pages have ads. Oh, God, it drives me crazy. Oh, where's the first one? Where's the first one? One of nine. We heard the sound of an eerie music box playing. And that would be actually one of the tools I'd like to get is that ghost box. Well, it's not a ghost box. It's a music box. But you guys... It's like over fucking $300. I'm like, mm, yeah, no, I don't investigate that much. Put that much money into it that's just going to sit there and collect dust. You know, logically. No. I do have this going on in the background, just in case you're curious. So that's my background if you hear something. All right. Here we go. Put on your seatbelt. Get comfortable. Put your feet up. Whatever you're doing. In college, I was in a debate club. Personally, you guys, I hate debate. I don't like debating. Oh, I, I just avoid those classes in school when I did. Mm-mm. Nope, not my thing. Anyways, I was in the debate uh, debate club. I was a super nerd, I know. That had uh, access to private rooms. They called them the chambers. In two, cla- in two class buildings. Why do they do this shit? In college, I was in a debate club that had access to private rooms in two classes building in two class buildings on campus. I guess it makes sense. Whatever. There was a long running joke about a ghost being in the chambers because of the spooky noises the vents made in the middle of the night. If you were there studying alone, it was very creepy. But late one night my boyfriend, now my fiance, like why did we need to know that? Anyways, I he and I were in one of the rooms studying, and as we walked down the building stairs to leave, we heard the sound of an eerie music box playing from a dark and completely empty hallway. I know I wasn't crazy because we both heard it and bolted the heck out of there. I stuck to late night studying in other buildings after that. Excuse me. Why in the world would you not investigate that? Would you want to know where it's coming from? See, all these people have all these opportunities. To check stuff out. See what the hell's going on. But they don't. They just run. And that's what the ghost wants. They run. Alright. Number two. Getting comfortable, guys. I'm on my futon. So you're going to hear it creaking and squeaking. He came to her besides... He came... Good Lord. He came to her... To her bedside and spoke to her. My brain ain't working today, apparently. My sister's boyfriend had a very, very sudden, tragic, and untimely death in the fall of 2014. Um, he was the love of my sister's life. Anyways, his birthday came up that December, which obviously a difficult time for everyone who knew him. Well, the night of his birthday, my sister had an extremely vivid dream in which she came to her bedside and spoke to her. He told her he was okay and everything is going to be all right. Not only that, but she saw a medium a few weeks later and the medium knew every detail about the dream and the encounter. I, as I mentioned before... You guys, spirits can visit you in your dreams uh, just like that. It's true. Obviously, there's no like scientific documentation. I don't know how they would document it because they can't really document dreams that I'm aware of. Would that be creepy if they... Maybe they do. You never know what scientists, scientists, scientists are up to. But maybe they do have that capability now of like you're dreaming. They hook up all this shit to your head. And when you dream, it like pops up on the screen. 
on this like massive screen in this room and as you're sleeping in your REM you could see and the doctors or whoever there can see what the hell you're dreaming about oh wouldn't that be crazy like murderers and and people like that who are alive who did the murdering of course if if they could get into their head and then pr- put it on a projector this is how they killed that person and that's their confirmation that yep you're guilty it's in the dream wouldn't that be wild sounds like i'm talking about a movie huh Huh, I bet there's a movie like that. I just don't know what it is. All right. Hmm. I always felt something. Number three. When I was growing up, we lived near an abandoned insane asylum. Pause. You guys, I have to tell you, I totally... Uh, boo-boo me. I went to Spotify. I'm not 4.4. I'm 4.1. I think it was on the rating. So I apologize. I said it was a 4.4. I got all excited. I went book, back and looked. I'm like, oh, it's a 4.1. But I'm in the four-point range, so still, it's a good thing. Thank you, guys. All right. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, as they live near an, an abandoned insane asylum, which is called Letchworth Village. Write that down, you guys. It was open until 1996, and then all of a sudden, it ran out of funding, and it was literally abandoned. Ooh, I'm going to do screenshot that because I don't know this. Maybe I could do research on it. People just straight up walked away, left food in the fridge, pictures on their desks. It was wild. A lot of residents were transferred to other psychiatric centers, but some supposedly let, but some were supposedly let out into the real world. But that was 1996, because that was a long time ago. Hmm. Anyway, there were rumors for years that people were finding ex-residents in their attics. What the fuck? Garages, their their garbage we pick through, etc. In high school, excuse me, we'd go to the old asylum to hang out because that's what you do in high school, right? Anyways, um, I always felt something. Something was off. Always a feeling of dread. Nothing really happened until one night. I was in the car with a friend and my brother. While driving past a golf course nearby, my brother and I saw a small boy standing next to a tree wearing a newsboy hat. Like, you know, like it was a was that in the 1800s, right? 18, 1900s, they used to wear little uh, hats. We shrugged it off, thinking there was, thinking we were both seeing what we wanted to see. We then stopped at a red light, and all of a sudden, a huge burst of white light, white light came flying down to the car's windshield. Like lightning, maybe? I busted, I busted through the light. We stopped at red light. All of a sudden, a huge burst of white light came flying down to the car windshield. I busted through the light, meaning the red light, and drove straight home. We all felt terrible and panicked, and the feeling of dread. I felt didn't go away. <laughs> feeling of dread I felt didn't go away for a year for days. I never went back again. We were all. St- Stone cold sober, so I can't even chalk it up to drugs. See, I thought she was going to say we're all stone. <laughs> well, I don't know what the light has to do with, I don't know, just lightning maybe. A huge burst of white light came flying down to the car's win- car windshield. And she ran the red light, okay. And I don't know, maybe it was lightning. I don't think the little boy <laughs> would have done that. He's just hanging out, man. I swear I heard clomping around. Now, this is a true story, she says. My grandmother's family, I don't know why I said, oh, it's a female. True story, my grandmother's family house in Kernsville, North North Dakota, North Carolina, Patty, has a ghost. 
It is just called, it is just called the Anu, and there is some debate as to the gender of the ghost. I never visited the house until after she died. We went up to bury her in the family plot. We stayed in the old family house. Um, now it's a historic site where no one lives. The night before the funeral, that's where they, they hung out, right? We were pretty cavalier about staying in the house next, next to where the Anu had been heard. But later that night, we all freaked out and smooshed into a double bed where two of my cousins were staying. They are all kinds of family stories about the new at night and i swear i heard clumping around even from the first floor what the hell is an anu i don't know what that is i never heard of that that's a lame story guys they could have done better <laughs> just saying number five the hallway was eerie as hell aren't hallways mostly eerie you know there was there's always i guess you know there's no windows even if you have white walls there's still got that like that fucking creepy feeling like something's behind you or something's in front. Do you ever get that feeling when you walk down a hallway in a house? Yeah. Anyways, a couple of years ago, a friend got married at an old hotel in Maine. My boyfriend and I were wandering around the downstairs bar and found a random vending machine tucked away in a dark hallway. The hallway was eerie as hell, but nothing could come between me and my Doritos. Or so I thought. So, um... I watched the chips squirm around in place each time I tried to purchase them. By my third attempt, I was getting angry and had some strong words with the machine. At which point, the spring kept... <laughs> what? What? At which point, the spring, keeping the chips in place, sprung out of control and smacked the glass... <laughs> oh, my God. And smacked the glass case squarely in front of my face. Wow. Later that night, we learned from the bartender that years ago, a woman had hung herself in the hallway, and then it was haunted. <laughs> God. I want my Doritos, goddammit. Machine's like, fuck you. Poo. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> you want some Doritos? I'll give you Doritos. <laughs> Shit. Number six. I was once kept awake by voices. These are okay. I have to say, you guys, my last podcast was a total flop. Oh, my God. I should have just deleted that one. I am so sorry. That one was just absolutely horrible. Absolutely horrible. I felt terrible after I posted. I'm like, fuck. That was a shitty one. All right. So my dad lives in a former hospital on the ground floor. The morgue floor, of course. And basically, everyone in my family, every one of my family members had a spooky encounter. I was once kept awake by voices directly above my bed. Now, in their event, speaking Polish or Russian or some other, or something from, like, three hours. <laughs> what? I was once kept awake by voices directly above my bed. In the air vent, comma, speaking Polish or Russian or something for three hours. They were arguing and then laughing and then carrying on. At four, at like, <laughs> it actually says at, like, 4 a.m., my dad swears he's seen apparitions standing around his bed multiple times. And one of his neighbors has an older couple who lived in their apartment, and they swear they see them regularly. Um, my brother was once in his bedroom when he was home alone and heard a bunch of pots and pans rattling in the kitchen, like someone was making food. And he came out, and there was no one there. But the cabinets were open, and the pots were all kept. What does that mean? But the cabinets were open, and the pots were are, the pots are Oh, okay, I see what they're saying. 
The cabinets were open where the pots were kept. Yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, my dad was also sitting on his couch once with his girlfriend, and one of my dog's tennis balls rolled across the floor like someone had thrown it while she was asleep at his feet. Okay. Okay. Last night, I watched a movie called... Um, we have a ghost. It was it was cute. Uh, it was the actor that played in. He played the Falcon in I think Captain America or the spinoff of Captain America. I don't know his his name, but it was cute. And the the ghost was the, uh, the cop from Stranger Things. I forgot his name too. Yeah, so it was cute. It was a little, little sad, you know. But it was all in all, it was neat. It had a really good um, twist at the end. So it's called We Have a Ghost. So, all right, the next one is, someone was staring at me. Now, I'm not one to believe in ghosts, but I had an unbelievable experience this winter that left me 100% convinced that I had encountered one. Now, I was staying at the 1770 house in East Hampton, which is super old from like the 1700s, hence the name, now converted into a and b I woke up in the middle of the night with the overwhelming feeling that someone was staring at me. I could literally pinpoint the exact spot in the room where the stare was coming from. Feeling freaked out, I got up and went to the restroom. Because that's what you do when you're freaked out. You go to the restroom. (laughs) Kidding. Uh, When I turned out the light, I felt the vibe of a ghost in front of me to the left. When I looked in that direction, everything was hazing. Don't you mean hazy? Like when you're looking through... the gas above the stove before you light it. Uh, no, I don't know what that looks like. <laughs> Maybe like on a hot day and you see the heat coming up off the like asphalt. Maybe that's what she's talking about, right? Okay. Everything was just swimming a bit. It kept, I kept rubbing my eyes thinking I was going insane. But when I looked, but when I looked anywhere else in the bathroom, everything was perfectly focused. It was just that one spot where I felt the human presence, where everything remained fluid and hazy. Fluid, I don't, I don't know. Anyway, I quickly ran out, of, ran out of there, got back in bed, and forced myself to ignore the feeling of a human standing next to me. Eventually, I convinced myself I was crazy and fell back asleep. Now, the next morning, I was still so flustered by the experience that I told everyone. They'd probably think I'm crazy. Well, hopefully they would have you know, acknowledge you and go, yeah, man, that's a haunted room, man. You're living in a, in a freaking, or you're staying in a building that's from 1770. That's an old fucking place, man. Very old. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I remember sometimes seeing a tall male figure. Figler. Figure. Kidding. I purposely did that, you guys. Male figure. The house I grew up in was definitely haunted. At least, I'm convinced of this. And always have been because it was built in 1896 and my family discovered that at some point in time it was a boarding house and someone had passed away in the dining room. Amongst personally witnessing events, I once woke up in the middle of the night to our piano playing itself downstairs. I think it was like seven. Having a near constant feeling of being watched from the basement when halfway down the stairs, footsteps creeping, creaking on the second floor stairs, if a, if uh, on the second floor stairs, if alone in the house, our defunct grandfather clock ringing at random times and tick tocking on and off. 
I don't know if that would have anything to do with it. It just maybe needs a repair. Hmm. Maybe not. Maybe most prominent. I remember sometime seeing a tall male figure in the second floor bedroom dressed in a three-piece suit. I remember seeing him in a peripheral vision. Yep. When leaving my room and running down the stairs. I remember seeing someone standing in the room near the closet facing towards the door. Once, when my aunt was house-sitting for us, she had a dream that she was in the house in the master bedroom and was confronted by a man on the landing of the second floor. He asked who she was, why she was there, and she said he was security. He was dressed in a three-piece suit. Oh, so he was security. Interesting. Huh. Hmm. It's a different take on that. Oh, the nine stories go fast, don't they? Okay, this one is called, It Sounded Like Someone Wanted to Come In. My, partner, my, my apartment senior year of college was haunted, or that's what my roommates wanted me to believe. When I got back from winter break, they all had these stories of mysterious bangings at night and shadowy figures in the hallway. I called bullshit at first. <laughs> now, I'd never heard anything in my room, though they insisted that was the only room because it was on the other side of the house. So, just out of curiosity, I agreed to sleep in my roommate's room with her one night because that's where the activity was. She warned me that we'd hear one very loud bang at midnight. So we were watching, oh, the Gilmore Girls, yay, as two college-aged women do. Uh, We noticed it was already past midnight with no bang to speak of. Before I could even finish gloating, a massive bang interrupted me. Obviously, we both jumped and yanked the covers over our heads. That's so cute. It sounded like as if coming from the opposite wall, but that wall was was faced outside on the second floor. Nevertheless, it sounded like someone wanted to come in, but that was it, right? I asked my room. She said, yeah, that's usually how it goes. And then we heard another second. Wally... Holy, uh, uh, we'll just say this. They heard another bang. The next day, our other roommate performed a small ritual to banish the ghost. Salt in all outward facing corners and hope for the best. Eh, that may help. Not really, though. I tried telling myself now that it was just the building settling, but I can't help but wonder if the ghost really wanted to prove to me that it was, that it was real that night. Um... Uh, da, 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 the salt in every corner, I think, I think that can help banish, how does that work? Uh, no evil spirits can enter, I think is what that's basically for. When you put salt in your doorway or salt around the four corners of your home, I believe it's to protect against evil spirits coming into your house. I believe that's how that works. Uh, you can always put bells on your doors, um, little, little like little bells. On your door handles, uh, that's supposed to deter deter um, evil spirits from coming into your house. You can do the famous um, rail railroad nails um, on the four corners of your home, over the doorway, and stuff like that. That's supposed to prevent evil spirits from coming in. I don't know if it's supposed to stop good spirits and why and and just evil. I don't I don't know. I haven't heard of that yet. But I'm kind of, I'm curious, see, I'm going to this Letchworth Village. Letchworth Village was a residential institution of Rockland County, New York. 
in the hamlet of this building, physical, mentally disabled. Opened in 1911. Over 130 buildings spread out. Many. Is this like something we can check online, you guys? Polio vaccine, uh, popular cultures, external links. I want to see what this looks like. Letchworth Village. Let's take a ride on the internet. Let's see what we got here. There's Wikipedia, yeah. Letchworth Village, historical landmark in Rockland County. It's what? About photos, contact forms. As the law provides, we are care for. What? Ghost Hunters was there? What? While growing up in Rockland County. Oh, wow. I guess you can actually look at that. Closes it's open right now. Uh, so it's open Monday through Sunday, eight a.m. to seven p.m. I guess as you can tour it there or something. Letchworth Village historical landmark. Reviews. Real history of the Letchworth Village. Hey, it doesn't look. They're showing pictures, but I don't. I guess you could do uh, tours there, maybe, huh? I'm not going to click on uh, fucking TripAdvisor. That's like one hell of a rabbit hole right there. Mm. Oh, it talks about the school. Disabled children and adults since 1911. Had a world re worldwide reputation as one of the most progressive centers of its kind. Yet in 1972, local newsman Geraldo oh, Rivera. I have not seen that name in years. Oh, my God. Reporters career making Peabody Award residents da, 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 let you living overcrowded neglect disturbing. I think I remember hearing the story, but slowly emptied patients till nineteen ninety six. Um trying to see more about this, you guys. Letra turn nineteen fifties, nineteen seventy. Oh, there's a picture of him. So regal. It goes over his history. I wanna see what it is now, Dr. Little. He <laughs> Oh, that's what it looks like. Some of Letra's village remains buildings are said to be haunted. The site was even featured on travel ghost adventures. Did I say ghost hunters? I'm sorry, you meant to say ghost adventures. Sorry. Well, it talks about Riviera. God damn it, that's it. Oh, here it is. Da 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 da. There's a rabbit hole. Oh, that's when um. Nick was on there still. Zach, Nick, and Aaron travel to Letchworth Village, an abandoned mental institution complex in Haverstraw, New York, to reveal a powerful and addictive force that compels locals to persistent, persistently revisit the haunted grounds. Huh. Huh. Who knew? Right? So, that was that. It wasn't too bad. Okay, mind you, those were um, stories by f women only. They were okay. Um, not as bad as last podcast, you guys. Again, I so apologize for that. I feel like an idiot. I should just pull it. <laughs> Anyways, you know, you guys can email me at P-A-T-T-Y-I-N-W at gmail.com. Facebook, Wisconsin Investigators of the Supernatural. On the T-T, it is W.I.S. of the Supernatural. That's all I got. <laughs> share share your stories with me, you guys. Come on. I promise I won't stumble it. Because, see, if you send me an email, I have to read it prior 
to going on air, right? So I will do better and I won't stumble as much. Hey, I promise. <laughs> Anyways, you guys, uh, I think that's all I've got. Honestly, I can't think of anything else. If anything comes up, I'll share on the next podcast. I should be doing this podcast next Sunday. Um, so, yeah. Uh, that's about it, you guys. So, you guys have a wonderful week. If Again, if you're vacation and retirement or whatever the hell you're doing, have a great time. Enjoy the weather wherever you're at. I see California got some snow. When we were kids, we got snow once when I lived in Reseda. We did get snow once. <laughs> I can remember. Anyways, you guys, everyone, please take care of yourselves. Have a phenomenal time, your work week, whatever you're doing. And as you know, this is Mrs. Paranormal signing off.